0: it over 24 hours since you were admitted here. Charlotte, how do you feel?
1: Good. Really good, actually. It was nice to have some time to myself to just reflect on everything, especially me.
0: I'm glad to hear that. I really am. And what did you think of the group therapy from last night?
1: It was really interesting. All those people with all those different problems, all leaning on the same thing, and then to be able to relate to each other through their regret and shame. It was sad to listen to, but also a little comforting.
0: How do you feel about alcohol after it?
1: It's definitely dangerous. I think it can be a pleasure drink for some people, but for others it's a drug and it does more harm than good.
0: And on the topic of alcohol and yourself? Definitely
1: stopping. Maybe I'll try again when I'm 21, you know, when I'm older and better at taking care of myself. I don't want to end up like that, regretting everything I've done. I think we should look back on our lives and feel joy and nostalgia, not regret.
0: And you would regret taking things further with alcohol. Yes. Then you've benefited greatly from your night here. You're free to leave whenever you want. I'll call you tomorrow to check in, but other than that, just be safe. And if you ever feel yourself slipping again, don't be afraid to call or stop by.
1: Of course. Thank you so much.
0: I'm always honored to help the youth. It stops us from having more serious patients like the ones you saw.
1: Wouldn't that be bad for business?
0: The day I don't have any more patients is a day I very much look forward to.
1: You really care?
0: My brother was an alcoholic. He ran his car right off the side of the road. I'm sorry. I wanted him to get help, but he had to go on his own accord, and you can't force people into getting better. It'll just make things worse. That's why when a patient comes in willing to get better, I don't hesitate to do what I can, no matter how small the problem. My brother didn't have the courage to get help. Look where it got him.
1: You're a very kind person, Dr. Mast.
0: And you are a very brave young lady, Charlotte. Treat yourself well.
1: I will. Thank you, again. Sunday, September 30th, Episode 8, Hippocrates Oath. Happy Holland, I'm playing your stupid little recording game. Holland? Margo? Margo, did you drown in the bathtub? Oh, you're trying to drown yourself with tears. Come on, stop staring at yourself pitifully in the mirror. What's up? Yeah, she did. Good job. I don't know why it just hit me all of a sudden. Like, I've always known that she's gone, but it just hit. I'll never see her again, never hear her voice, never hug her. It just hurts. It does that sometimes. Still does for me, four years later. Even when my mom disappeared and everyone thought she just ran away, I knew I'd never see her again. It sucks. It really does. But there's nothing we can do. We can't control our grief. We just have to let the hurt come and try to handle it the best we can. I missed her funeral. What? It was last night. Margot, I had no idea. We could have driven back into town. I didn't want to go. Why? The whole town gathered to see my mom's limp, lifeless body. I'm good. Services are good for closure. Your mom never had a funeral. And that's why I'm doing this. I want to find out what happened to her. I want her declared dead, and I want to see a tombstone with her name on it. Then I can finally have my closure. Then I can leave this all alone. I have a hard time believing you can leave anything alone. I'm ready to leave her alone. I I love her, but you can only drag around old hurt for so long. Do you think it'll work that way? You just decide to put the grief to rest and it goes? I... I don't know. I guess I'll have to find that out. What about you? Ever going to be able to leave your mom alone? I was ready to leave my mom alone you and charlotte just had to dig her back up though you and her were probably right i think i let her go too quickly why why do i think you're right oh i i know i'm right but why did you let her go so quickly it was easy trying to just let the dead rest was a lot less painful than saying goodbye to my mom is that why you didn't want to go yesterday partly Sounds like a more tolerable idea. Thank you for the approval. Mm. Hello? This is Margo. Really? Oh, that's great. We'll be right there. Charlotte's done with the last session. We can go pick her up. Thank the Lord. Let's get the hell out of Dodge. Which is kind of sketchy, if you ask me, how do they pay for things? They get donations from previous patients and their family members. Or at least, that's what Trish at the front desk said. Trish? So how was it? You know the front desk lady? It wasn't bad at all, actually. I kinda enjoyed it. That's good. You had a conversation with the front desk lady. Why does it matter? I'm allowed to be curious, aren't I? I was just chatting with her while I waited for you to pick me up. She was really nice. She seems peppy. A little. Yeah, I guess. Are we seriously having a conversation about the front desk lady right now? Her name is Trish. You're a pain. So I've heard. Charlotte, did you find anything suspicious? Not really. Everyone there cares so much, and most of the workers have backstories with addiction, whether it be family or themselves. So there are no leads. Well. Well. The length of the check-in, the amount of days they call you after your time in the facility, it's two weeks. The amount of time after leaving there. And it's the same, no matter how long you're staying. I asked all the patients, and they had the same amount of time as me. Isn't that kind of weird? That they stop checking in on you right before they kill you? They don't want to waste the scheduler's time planning for calls that never happen. But they don't kill everyone that goes through the rehab center. True. Charlotte! I've been playing with a theory. I've had a lot of time to think in there. And what if the rehab center isn't killing its patients? Sorry. One more time. Serial killers have patterns, right? What if there was a killer who was in or had a loved one in an accident that had to do something with a drunk driver or something? So, this guy wants to go on a killing spree killing alcoholics. What is the easiest place to get access to alcoholics? Rehab centers. That was my thought. That's pretty good. We should stick you in rehab centers more often. One thing to poke at, though. Why wait until two weeks to kill them? Well, um, about that. I was, uh... Charlotte, whatever it is, say it. Maybe the killer listens in, and if the patient steps off the deep end and drinks again, then he goes for the strike. So both our moms fall off the wagon? Possibly. I was also thinking the killer might do it so the rehab center doesn't know about it. When the two weeks are up, they wipe their hands off of the person, and then they assume that the fact that they never hear from them again means they're better. They are both, unfortunately, probable. The second one would explain why the front desk and the files didn't know our moms were dead. Oh, were you two able to look at those? Margo just has her panties in a twist, because I stole them. You what? Here, you can read them if you like. I can't believe you stole these. Well, I can, but I wish I couldn't believe that you stole these. We need them for evidence. Nothing we just went through means anything without those files. You don't have any evidence, do you? There was nothing to grab. My phone was with you two, and besides, there was nothing in there that screamed, we kill people, to me. So we're really changing angles. It just makes sense to me. Margo, I don't think we should stop investigating the rehab center. There might be a connection, but I also agree we should look for outside connections. Lovely. More work. I'll look through these real quick, and then we can run through some more ideas. Do you see any big differences between the two cases? No, if anything, that's the weird part. The files are almost exactly the same. Same time in the facility, same problems. They even have the same therapist. Do you think the therapist is important? Maybe they're telling the killer who to kill. Who's the therapist? Dr. Fredericks. Did you have them? Nope. I had Dr. Mass, a nice guy, not working with a serial killer. You don't know that. I'm a good judge of character. Uh Do you know of anyone who had Dr. Fredericks? A couple people. They're all patients who have longer stays. So they could also fit the pattern. So what, this Dr. Fredericks guy is the killer? Or the informant. So is all of this enough to go to your dad with? Will he redirect the case if we show him all this stuff? You should. He's not going to arrest us when we show him this stuff, is he? I don't know. Great. Parker, this would be an example of one of those times it would pay off to have better comforting skills. You mean lying. It's more like truth stretching. Eh, got what you want. If it's not the truth, it's a lie, plain and simple. Can you do save the ethics talk for later? I like to have my panic attacks in peace. Of course. Sorry. Hi Margo, and seriously, stop stressing. Everything will be okay. She looks like she's going to barf. Oh, hush. So, you're not nervous? I trust you to defend our cause and your dad to protect us, or at least you. Thanks, but I meant the other thing. Other thing? The serial killer? Oh, right. That. I mean, I'm a little nervous, but if we're being honest, I don't think I have anything to worry about. Really? I think this killer, whoever they are, only goes after more serious cases. Your parents were in there for two weeks, and so was Julia Hoffman. I was only in there for 24 hours. I don't think I'm on that list. Makes sense. Margot did good. I know you were worried, but she handled it really well. She had a little bit of a moment this morning. Apparently she missed the service the church was having for her mom. But besides that, she's been really good. Thank you for watching out for her. You're the one who had to get admitted into a rehab center. I think putting up with Marco was a pretty minuscule sacrifice compared to that. Being honest, it wasn't that bad in there. It was actually kind of humbling to see all those people working so hard to do better. I hope we get a chance to catch whoever this is before they take second chances away from anyone else. We will. I should go. Yeah. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow.
0: was the sleepover?
1: It was good. Did you get any sleep while I was gone?
0: I was very productive. Tons of sleep. Kind of. Sure. I did a lot of things. How's Mango doing?
1: Can you please stop naming my friends after fruits?
0: I'm not going to (sighs) stop.
1: Whatever. You know, I think she's starting to do a little better.
0: I'm glad to hear that. What about that girl that you were worried about?
1: Oh, Parker? Yeah, I think that's going better too.
0: Reach the Miller residence. Sorry we're not here to take your call. Please leave a message. Hello Jamie this is Scott York. I was wondering if her daughter was Parker, where have you been? What is that?
1: This is Parker, how'd you get mom's file? You went there, didn't you?
0: My god Parker, I cannot believe you.
1: It's all there. Everything the department needs to reopen mom's case and redirect Mrs. Holland's.
0: Message deleted.
1: Thank you for listening to the Holland Case. With Terranina Lavis as Dr. Mast, Michaela Thompson as Charlotte Miller. Caitlin Branco as Parker York, Cameron Sue as Margot Holland, Hudson Dobb as Christian Miller, Owen Kelly as Sheriff York, and Samantha as Danielle York. The intro is composed by Ian Michael Brown, and the transitions and outro music are composed by Hudson Dobb. The series is written and edited by Caitlin Branco, with cover art by Charlie McCuffey and episode titles by Ben Hirota. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode.